that song you just heard was by Clockwork Kids. It is called Suffer. And you know Clockwork Kids. They've been around KNC for a while. I think this is your third time? Third time playing Local Van, Local Beer? It is. Awesome. Well, we're so happy to have you back. Thank you. Um, So can you tell me a little bit about your writing process, how you go about putting your songs together? Sure. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Justin. I play bass and sing for the band. Uh, The way we write songs usually is that myself and our guitar player, Chris Petto, write them together usually. Chris comes up with the chord progressions and the basic structure, and then he and I flesh it out. I write a melody and lyrics, and we finish the arrangement and show it to the rest of the band who throw in their own little spins on thing, and hey, presto, you got a song or two or (laughs) five. Awesome. Yeah. Uh. I had a question in my head, and it's gone now. Oh, no. We'll move on. <laughs> I'll come back to it later. Sounds good. So how about your recording? How do you do that? Is it Record. in a garage? Do you... Well, this uh, the song you just heard is from an album of ours called Rememory, which came out in April. And uh, we recorded this album at the home studio of Mark Simonson of The Old Ceremony. And uh, we recorded with this guy who is now our friend <laughs> named uh, Tom Canova. And uh, Tom Canova has worked with the love language and he does all the old ceremonies albums and he works with Dex Rom Weber and he's a dear friend. So we, during Christmas break, we, uh, shacked up in that little studio in the woods every day for eight days straight and just hammered this labor of love out. And, uh, yeah, it's weird to think of it as a new album because we've been writing about a year ago, we finished writing all the songs and then spent most of December recording it and then touring it in March to see how we feel about it. And then released it in April. And April's a while ago, so it still feels odd that it's still our quote-unquote new record, but there you go. Have you been working on any new new stuff then? If mm-hmm. this feels uh, a little bit... Not new new stuff, because we were working... Last year we were working with so much new new stuff at the same time. They were kind of like, all right, we need a break from new new stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but we're uh, we're, getting, we're getting tired of not so new new stuff, so we're ready for new new stuff. And we'll probably start writing new new stuff in about... Two months, maybe? We'll start again. Awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Me too. So, how long have you guys been a band? The uh, the band Clockwork Kids has been around since uh, February 2012, and uh, Chris and I have been performing and writing together since uh, June 2012, and uh, since then we've gone through various lineup changes with various friends stepping in and coming out, and uh, we have Brett, who's here in the studio today. Hello, Brett. Hey, Justin. Hello. And we got Brett and another friend, also named Chris, who are playing with us these days. So it's it keeps things fresh and interesting for sure. But the band has been around for a little bit over two years now. Great. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how that dynamic has changed with your different people coming in and out mm-hmm. of the band? Um, how that uh, works? It's. Uh, I mean, it's always. I mean, playing the band with people is always a lot of work. It's you know, it's basically like a uh, polyamorous sexless <laughs> marriage where you're hanging out with the same people in minivans and rehearsal spaces and playing to crowds of one or 100 or 1000 if you're really lucky and you know sometimes it just doesn't work out but what I guess keeps this band going is that no matter who is playing at any one time we always just enjoy playing together and enjoying each other's company and uh, we had some people who've been in the band for about two years who recently decided it wasn't for them anymore. And, I mean, we're still friends. It's all cool. And 
ultimately, as long as Chris and I enjoy writing music together, we keep playing together and, you know, what happens happens. But so far, it's been great. We just came back uh, from our second tour to Montreal and back. And uh, we just celebrated our 100th concert, the Cradle Backroom, last month. And, um, and now we're playing local band, local beer for the third time. And there aren't that many bands that get to do that. So that's pretty exciting and important, I think. Yeah, I definitely consider you a, you know, a prominent part of the triangle music oh, scene. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, everyone knows who Clockwork Kids is. Come on. Oh, <laughs> so do you think your sound has evolved, grown, or changed, you know, in the mm. past however long, especially with those those memory changes, do you think that has an effect on your sound? I think it has an effect in what people hear when they see us because the, the funniest thing for me, I think, about playing in a band is hearing all these bands and getting so influenced by them when I write stuff and then playing shows, getting off stage, and people are like, oh, you remind me of this band or this band, and these are bands that I wouldn't think of when thinking of us. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it obviously changes a little bit, but... It's, uh, I mean, it varies. Like, what I think we sound like based on what I write and what I dig changes because there's some months where I'm obsessed with R.E.M. and some months where I'm obsessed with Alt-J and I want to make stuff sounding like that. And uh, our first record was more, I guess, of a straight-ahead rock record, and the second record uh, was a uh, more, I guess, national-E-influenced record where it's very layered and low and sad sometimes, I guess. Um yeah you mentioned a couple bands that may influence you from time to time mm -hmm. how about like a little bit further back can you tell me about your musical background maybe not necessarily people that you listen to but mm -hmm. you know where you came from how you started playing right um john do you want to talk about this brett well sure my i'm a little bit different than justin in that i listen to like one of my favorite bands for instance is the mars volta um really into a band called A Lot Like Birds, who Justin would probably run away screaming from. But I think it works well just because I've been playing with Clockwork Kids for about two weeks now, but I've known Justin for a while and we played music together. So it's been cool coming into a different environment with someone with very different influences from me and kind of just seeing what happens there. Yeah, so... You just came in a couple weeks ago. How, who were you playing with before, and how is this different um, for well, you? Well, I've been playing with a band called Bridges for the past year or so um, with a guy I've known since kindergarten named Brian Franklin. I um, actually met Justin through Brian. Um, and so going from Bridges, which is kind of like a post-punk, like, indie-ish band to Clockwork Kids is definitely different, but it's been a lot of fun just... I, I mean, I'm playing completely different stuff every show, so it was actually, because I played uh, two hopscotch day parties with Bridges and two with Clockwork Kids, and one being on the same day about, like, an hour apart. So going from, you know, like, a super, like, fast, like, intense set to, you know, more, like, building, chill type thing was definitely um, and, and interesting. During that, yeah. <laughs> and during that weekend, Brett's uh, bass drum foot was in a boot. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 um... <laughs> Yeah, well, Bridges went on a little mini tour in May, and uh, the night before, I was seeing Harvard at King's, and a girl who had had a bit too much to drink kind of like came craning into me and <laughs> stepped into my ankle, and I ended up uh, having two partially torn ligaments, um, which was fun, you know, playing drums. But when I started, uh, the first shows that I played with Clockwork Kids were actually my first sh uh, like shows out of the boot. I had been playing left-footed. 
um, which was not exactly fun, um, <laughs> but it's been nice, you know, like being able to play drums like a you know normal person again. Mm-hmm. So. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not exactly the most glamorous story, but it is what it is, I guess. Man, we're a bummer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, 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 I now Justin made this comment to me uh, right before I was going to play with them, like, oh, yeah, you know, make sure you don't get hurt. We've got this uh, thing with drummers getting hurt. And the night before I was walking out of Justin's house, uh, the night before I played my first show with them, um, this was probably 48 af- hours after he told this to me, I was helping a girl into a car and she slammed the uh, car door on my finger. Um, I shouldn't be so, laughing. But no, it is funny. I mean, what else are you going to do? It's ridiculous. So I think the drummer curse is real. The Justin. drummer curse is so real. I hope it's only one uh, you only it only happens once. <laughs> Out of curiosity, how many drummers have you had that uh, have gotten hurt? We've had uh, have gotten hurt. We've had three. Well, Brett's number three. Okay. Yeah, we had one guy break his arm. One guy have a nerve in his wrist freeze up, and Brett. <laughs> oh. Well, here's to not getting hurt again. <laughs> yeah. And I, I I'm gonna go ahead and roll into your next song. This is Saint Peter's Daughter. Anything you want to say about it, or should I just go for it? We really like this song, and we hope you do, too. Rain turns just to mud, and this summer sun dries it up. I can't Peter 
WKNC 88.1. That song was by Clockwork Kids, and it was called St. Peter's Daughter. Uh, let's keep the ball rolling. So tell me a little bit about Convergence last year. So yeah, we uh, Rememory uh, was came out r- during the uh, second annual Convergence Music Festival, which is a uh, festival that happens on and around UNC's campus, which is where we all go to school, went to school, and we all live in Chapel Hill. And the, uh, I guess the crux of the festival, the mission is to promote, encourage, and expand on what the definition of Southern music entails. And uh, we're very inspired by groups like REM and the DBs. And a lot of our, a lot of my lyrics that I write, I draw influence from like Flannery O'Connor and a bunch of other great Southern Gothic writers, or at least I try to. Anyway, we were uh, approached by Convergence because. Uh, for Rememory's album release show, we rented out the uh, Moorhead Planetarium on UNC's campus, and we invited all the string and horn players who played on the record to play the album start to finish with us. And um, basically, long story short, we sold out this planetarium with like 200, 250 people showing up, and we had like a custom space and light show going along with it. And uh, it was very different from anything we'd ever done, and I'm sure most people have ever seen because we were giving a concert in a room that doesn't usually host them. And we took a really big, I guess, uh, risk with how it went. But I think it turned out pretty cool. Bro was actually in the audience that night. I was. What did you think of the concert, Brett? I thought it was sweet. Because initially, you know, coming in, when you told me that you guys were playing in the planetarium, I was just like, oh, well, I've never really heard of anything like that ever happening before. But just being there and watching it and just seeing the whole thing unfold, like, it was so cool seeing everybody who played on the record playing live and hearing the songs live as they were recorded. Yeah. It was, it was not a gonna, fun I'm not, not going to lie, I was sitting there, I was like, man, I wish I was playing something up there. But, <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> there you go. But yeah. yeah. Just, just five months late. There so we yeah. go. And, but yeah, and that, um, that concert was the opening kickoff event for the festival, which is pretty cool because Mipso played at the Cradle the next night. And then the next day was the proper festival and Towers and Ghost Blonde and Floating Action and a bunch of other bands were playing all day and it was really cool to be part of this fairly new thing and kicking it off the way we did. Yeah. Nice. And I understand you just got back from a tour. Yeah. we've um, In our two years together, we've gone on four tours and we just came back from our second tour to Montreal and back. And... Um, you learn something new, I think, with every tour. And what we learned this year is that we finally found bands in every town that we thought we jived with. And when you go on tour, sometimes you're just trying to find a band to play the show with you, regardless if it's a good sonic fit or not. And this year, like, I would call every band we play with on tour our friends. And there were these three bands in particular that we were playing in the New- with in the New York area who, er- who were all buddies already. And they welcomed us in the only way they knew how, perhaps the best way they knew how, which was with this magnificent thing called Shrek Week. And uh, Shrek Week happens every year during Shark Week. And basically these bands play shows dressed in green, wearing Shrek masks and covering <laughs> Smash Mouth songs. <laughs> so we played two shows of these three bands, one show in Brooklyn and one show on Long Island. And this was about a month ago, actually, we did these shows. And I'm never going to forget, you know, a couple of drinks in and then hopping on stage to sing All Star <laughs> uh, in Brooklyn and Long Island. Those were... Brett was in the yeah, audience for Long Island yeah. too. It was it was weird. Uh, they played with the Republic of Wolves, who's one of my favorite bands, and it just worked out that where they were playing in Patchogue, it was literally about three minutes from one of my best friends who actually went to UNC. Um, three minutes from her house, 
So I was like, all right, you know, like, let's do it. Let's go to New York. And when they got, because uh, they stayed with us the night before the Long Island show, and they were all dead, you know, like wanted to go to bed. But the only thing that they were excited about was this video of them playing All Star. And like, they tried, they tried to, you know, preface it and explain what was happening to me. But it really, you, you really just can't comprehend until you see the video. I think it's. The video is on the uh, Clockwork Kids Facebook page if you want to check it out. You should watch it. It's wonderful. Yeah, Facebook.com slash Clockwork Kids and just go under the videos tab. It's right there. Perfect. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So you've been playing in a bunch of other places and you've been playing here for a while. Mm -hmm. What what are some differences in between playing somewhere else? Do you like playing in certain places more? Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, It's a question. I mean, I really, my favorite thing about touring is that you're playing to different people and different places every night. So it's it's like a road trip and it's ideal because since you're somewhere different every night, it's really good for people with short attention spans like me. And <laughs> I never get bored really. But what's really cool is that it's really funny to see which kinds of bands and what kind of music is universally loved at various cities and then which regions like the kind of thing we do. And we've always felt a little bit like underdogs around here just because not many bands do straight up rock music or orchestral pop or whatever you want to call us and there's a bunch of bands in new york that do that so it's really fun meeting and being like okay we're not the only ones out here um because we have a lot of friends who play in like garage rock bands which is great and a bunch of folk bands which are great but we don't play either of those things so it's always weird to find similar bands in the area which is why i'm really excited for tonight because i think there's a lot of crossover between us and young cardinals and sidewalk babes so tonight's going to be a lot of fun i think um but yeah, that's probably my favorite thing about playing other places. And my favorite thing about playing the triangles that people love live music. And I grew up in Raleigh. It wasn't always the case. But in the last five or six years, everybody is digging it a lot more, which is extremely encouraging, I would say. Yeah, that was actually one of my questions. Since you've been around for a while, mm-hmm. how do you think Raleigh or the triangle in general has grown and changed? Honestly, I think Hopscotch changed everything. And I say that because when I was growing up in Raleigh, I went to high school at Enlo. And I mean, obviously being under 21 had a lot to do with this, but downtown always felt so dead. It didn't feel like anything was going on really. And I've played in bands through high school. I've played venues, like I've played Deep South. I've played the Berkeley Cafe back when it was a thing. I played at King's and, you know, the shows were fine because all your friends were coming out, but didn't feel like there was that much of a like a tight-knit community or a nucleus of creativity or anything. And then I went to college in Chapel Hill, and every time I'd come back home to see my folks around the holidays or whatever, i go downtown Raleigh, and every year it felt like there was something new happening, something cool and different. And with I think with Hopscotch, people just started making bands a little bit more, or, or if not more, people were paying closer attention. And... I think it's really important to note that last in the last year, both Sylvanesso and Future Islands have become huge, and they have, you know, of course, very strong local ties. And it's really cool to feel like the world is finally, finally listening to everything that's coming out of this area. Because for a while, it just felt like you were just broadcasting out into space with nobody really picking up on it. And uh, I don't know. I think that's why I'm still here, even though I've lived in, within 30 minutes of everywhere here for last since I was seven. I'm 24 now, but it's, I'm not 20, wait, I'm 24, no, I'm 23. Yeah, I'm 23. But it's, <laughs> come, on, come on now. Josh. Come on now. I'm 23. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I wouldn't change it for anything. It's great. That 
was a fantastic response. Um, did you play hopscotch last year as well? No, we still haven't played hopscotch. We oh, played, okay. the, day, the day parties this year was our first foray into it, and we loved it. It was like uh, our friend Mark Connor, Mark Connor, was able to help us out with a spot at the Slim's Hangover party this year with like the Tills and Hammer and More the Fingers mm-hmm. and a bunch of other bands we've we all love. So it was that was a lot of fun. It was our first, I guess, taste into hopscotch land, and I guess we can't wait to do it again. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this next song, Vacuum Heart. Sounds great.
And this is Fan. I'm here with Clockwork Kids. Hello. And you just heard their song, Vacuum Heart. So, do you guys have any shows coming up? Yeah, we're playing, of course, we're playing local band, local beer tonight with Young Cardinals and Sidewalk Babes, and we're very excited for that. Um, next weekend, we'll be playing at the Forest Theater on UNC's campus. That's a free show, and that's on fri- Friday the 26th. Uh, we'll be playing at the uh, Carberry Music Festival this year, along with our buddies in Morning Brigade and The Love Language are playing the night before. It's going to be a lot of great bands, and it's all free. So if you're in the Carberry area, you should definitely check that out. Um, we'll be opening for P. Lander Z. We'll be opening for P. Lander Z uh, next week. Not next week. In October. Next month. That's the term. <laughs> at Motorco. And P. Lander Z are this band from Japan based in New York who dress up like Power Rangers and sing about tacos. You didn't tell me about that. I'm just no, so much now more excited. You know. Now you know. And uh, what, what like phase of Power Rangers? No idea. Man. Not not a cornerstone <laughs> of my childhood, unfortunately. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And can we find you on the internet somewhere? Where you can we find you? Absolutely can. You can uh, check us out on Bandcamp, on SoundCloud, on Facebook. Googling us usually works. Clockwork is one word, so Google Clockwork Kids. And uh, in quotes, if you want to be super specific, and uh, <laughs> you'll find what you're looking for. I guarantee Great. it. Awesome. So just to close out, tonight we've got local band, local beer going on. We've got Clockwork Kids playing, Young Cardinals, and Sidewalk Babes. Show starts at 9.30, and we've got Oscar Blues as our brewery for the month on, sam- on tap and for sample. It's going to be a blast, and Ooh. I would hate for you to miss it. And one last question for you guys before yes. we play your last song. Mm-hmm. If you could give anybody advice about anything, what would it be? If I could give anybody oh, man. advice about anything. Are we qualified to give advice? Um, <laughs> don't forget your towel. That's my best advice. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Or your drum throne. <laughs> don't forget your towel or your drum phone. These are two uh, rules of life that Brett struggles with, which is why I'm saying it right now. And throwing pedals onto garage floors may not be the best thing sometimes. Yeah, do not throw guitar pedals on the garage floor. But it works sometimes. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it, it just goes catastrophically wrong. Yeah. And that's your advice for the evening. <laughs> there you go, folks. And that is all. What is this last song? It is called I'm Not Alone, and we actually got to perform this at the TEDx conference at UNC back in March. That is really cool. And thank you for coming in. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yes, see you tonight.